0: Sub up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 96 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Congress Debates QAnon episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. Today, we're going to be diving into the very recent congressional debate about House Resolution 1154, quote, condemning QAnon and rejecting the conspiracy theories it promotes. Now, the bill has passed with some alarming exceptions. Uh, I know this is going to sound like a joke, but exactly 17 Republicans voted nay, that they Condemnit. did not want to condemn QAnon. Um, so we're going to be getting into the people who did speak and those who tragically uh, remained snails in the darkness, just kind of <laughs> lurking and catching little glints of light from the moon through the bars. <laughs> the worms. The worms. Congress Congress debates debates QAnon. I thought we'd have a listen to some of what the fine Congress people said during the debate period. Hilariously, C-SPAN fucked up both the video's live transmission and for a while its subsequent archived video. Clearly, Deep State interference. Or so I thought until I found an alternate source of the footage and forgot about my theory altogether. All of this to say that I've watched the whole thing, so you don't have to. Some basic details on the bill. It was introduced by Tom Malinowski, a Democrat from New Jersey, and his co-sponsors include three Republicans, Denver Riggleman from Virginia, the main okay. co-sponsor, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania, Adam Kinzinger from Illinois, and on the Democratic side, we have Elaine Luria from Virginia and Josh Gothheimer from New Jersey. So they also revealed themselves as pawns of the cabal. It passed with 371 yays, 18 nays, and one present In a sad turn of fate, Republicans opposing the bill added up to the magic number 17. The other nay was from Justin Amash, ex-Republican from Michigan, who seems pretty pilled for an independent. An additional Republican voted present, and 34 of them simply didn't vote. Uh, Keep in mind, though, that six Democrats also opted to do the same, just not vote. So we'll get into the nay votes at the end of the segment. Wait, 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 wait. Justin Amash, the guy who who is the... Who's going to be the big boy who left the Republican Party sure. and all that stuff? Wait, he, he nayed it. He, he voted. Yeah, it. he also he also voted to impeach. But but he's. I mean, we'll, I guess we'll see what his rationalization was. So we'll get into the nay votes at the end of the segment. But you're probably asking yourself how anyone could oppose such a purely aesthetic condemnation, carrying with it no change in law whatsoever. These are just strong <laughs> words, literally. And even if you're a QAnon person, why not simply abstain from voting or vote yay to cover your tracks? <laughs> The answer may be found, I think, in the speeches made by Republicans in favor of the bill. Uh, and there were only two of them. So there was the co-sponsor, Riggleman, which you'll see is a very weak speech. And then there was Big Daddy McClintock, who was swinging GOP pipe. And he was for this thing. So he's supposed to be on the good side of this. But my Lord, is his speech amazing? I really, I think that you can understand where we're heading with this party uh, through this speech, which is the anti-QAnon speech. So he gets started with the classic GOP line that he didn't know anything about QAnon until he read about it last night.
1: Mr. Speaker, I rise in strong support of this resolution which condemns an extremist group known as QAnon. Uh, I have to admit that I'd only recently heard of this group and I didn't know any of the details of (laughs) their beliefs or tactics until this resolution was brought to us. But from what I've read, uh, they are a delusional group It began with an internet post in 2017. They hold the bizarre belief that the federal government is infested with satanic pedophiles uh, who are busy running a global child sex trafficking ring when they're not plotting against President Trump. Now, I'm tempted to say you can't make this stuff up, but obviously somebody did make this stuff up, and, and given the reach of the internet, it is apparently being taken seriously by some extremists who are turning to violence.
0: So this is the Republican from California, by the way, 4th District. I mean, he's, he's, hey, he's playing the hits. So far, not too bad, right? I mean, sure. he opened a little weird there, yeah, but whatever, fine, you learned about it lately. I'll, I'll go along with you on that. But soon McClintock makes it clear that he aims to advance his political interests and employs good old Teddy Roosevelt to do so.
1: Lest it get out of hand, it is appropriate for the House to speak with one voice on behalf of all of our communities across this great nation in condemning QAnon and its conspiracy theories. It should be clear to every man and woman of goodwill in this country that this group seeks only to further royal our society and divide our citizens along lines of race, religion, and politics. Even in this highly polarized political climate, I think we can all agree on this. But let me ask us all to do so without attempting to smear any party or candidate with the ravings from this, the lunatic fringe of our society. That term, lunatic fringe, was popularized by Theodore Roosevelt. He wrote this in his autobiography. He said, quote, then among the wise and high-minded people who in self-respecting and genuine fashion strive earnestly for peace. There are the foolish fanatics always to be found in such a movement and always discrediting it. The men who form the lunatic fringe in all reform movements. He continued, as I've already said, there is a lunatic fringe to every reform movement. We have seen that borne out in the turbulent period of history that we now occupy and how we deal with it will determine whether we can calm the political waters and restore peace and tranquility to our cities and civil discourse to our conversations.
0: So, what he's doing here is he's setting himself up for the obvious argument that people engaging in anti fascist action are, for him, equivalent to QAnon followers.
1: And in that regard, it's important to note that QAnon and the lunatic fringe on the right no more speak for the right than Antifa and the lunatic fringe on the left speak for the left. Both are poisonous to our democratic institutions, oh, and shit. both. Are destructive of what Lincoln called the mystic chords of memory that should unite us as a free people. Oh, get Jesus So allow me to voice Christ. my hope that we will see similar condemnations of the lunatic fringe that has been given free reign in recent months to rampage, loot, vandalize, and burn so many of our towns and cities across America. QAnon and its allied groups are real, But Antifa and its allied groups are also real. Both are direct threats to our democracy because both threaten to employ violence for political ends, and that is the very definition of terrorism.
0: You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For 5 bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. <laughs> <laughs>